Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, trade talk. Get ready for a whole bunch of trade talk. Let's start with the bigger name, the bigger bang here. And it's that apparently, according to Shams Karagnia of The Athletic, the Lakers are interested in Ben Simmons, which is kind of surprising considering how little flexibility uh, they have in trying to acquire the five-year rookie. It's a it's an interesting fit with the Lakers. I don't really know how it would work with LeBron, Simmons, and AD all on the court at the same time. Uh, now, you know they aren't going to trade LeBron for him. You know they aren't going to trade Anthony Davis for him. So the contract that would have to go out would have to be Russell Westbrook. And at that point, you would have Ben Simmons, who, like, if you think if you think Russell Westbrook doesn't space the floor, then, man, it gets super-duper tight with Ben Simmons. But as we've kind of learned over the course of LeBron's tenure in L.A., the Lakers just don't seem to care about traditional spacing concepts. So if Rob Palenka and if LeBron James see a way for them to upgrade their talent, because at the end of the day to the Lakers talent wins out, then they are going to pull that trigger. The other issue on the other end of this thing, though, is that Philly has better offers, is probably going to get better offers for Ben Simmons than uh, Russell Westbrook and maybe like a 2026 first rounder. Uh, We have heard that Daryl Morey has turned down offers of multiple first rounders, offers of players who aren't as expensive as Russell Westbrook, it's we've we've seen Maury trade for Russ in the past, and we've seen Russ kind of work on uh, a Daryl Morey team. But Russ worked on a Daryl Morey team after they traded away their center, so that Russ could kind of fill the dunker spot. And you can't do that if the center on the roster is Joel Embiid. So I I don't see this really happening. It really felt to me like the 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 tale as old as time of, hey, uh, we have this trade rumor and we need to circulate it as much as possible. What can we do to, to, to get this out there and get this aggregated by the most number of people to the fan base with the most number of readers? And that usually is the Lakers. It was interesting also that the Knicks were named as a team interested in Simmons as well. They're, they have a more realistic path to getting him, but again, they're like the fit there doesn't really make much sense to me either. Uh, so look, this Simmons friggin' odyssey is is hopefully on its last legs. We have heard Woj kind of saying now that uh, Philly is more active and more teams are actively trying to go out and get Simmons. That certainly is going to help. But here with the Lakers specifically, I, I would be shocked if that came to fruition. I would be legitimately shocked. I wouldn't know what to do with my hands. Uh, I think it would kind of depend on what other moves the Lakers make after that uh, to see if that makes any sense. You know, would you start Wayne Ellington? And uh, I guess it would be Trevor Ariza. Would you start Malik Monk as kind of the KCP pseudo point guard? Uh, do you hope that because you can't start at that stage, you can't you know you can't start Tht Simmons. <laughs> well, I I guess if Frank had his way, it'd be Tht Bradley Simmons LeBron and Ad, and 
you know, the offense would be stuck in mud for a little while. And then eventually you get enough shooters in there to, to get the offense moving. But I just, I, the, the fit is an interesting one. The defense would be insane with those guys. Uh, I just don't, I just don't see Philly going for a Russell Westbrook trade, given the opportunity cost that that would present, because there are going to be very few other ways for them to improve their roster. Once you acquire uh, Russell Westbrook for one of the better trade pieces in the NBA. Look, we've seen it here with the Lakers, right? Where, hey, this had better work here with Russell Westbrook because there are not very many avenues currently on the Lakers roster to improve. And, uh, you know, this is where the Lakers currently find themselves. So uh, I don't know if Philly wants to hamper themselves in the same way uh, with a with a pairing of Russ and Joel Embiid, I just I just don't see that working out. Another trade that popped up uh, earlier this afternoon is that apparently the Lakers are among, quote, dozens of teams who have been calling the Detroit Pistons about uh, Jeremy Grant. Uh, I, I don't know if Shams knows how many teams are in the NBA, but dozens would imply 20, at least 24 teams are calling uh, the Detroit Pistons about Jeremy Grant. Uh, I just, you know, math doesn't necessarily work out there. But anyway, uh, the Lakers are apparently one of those teams that are interested in Grant. Uh, he is a smallish forward. He's kind of a combo forward. He's basically a wing who can uh, shoot pretty well. I thought his best years were in Denver, uh, where he went there from OKC. And I thought had a pretty solid time out there in Denver where his offensive role was basically, hey, you know, either catch an attack or catch and shoot, you know, or cut and Jokic is going to find you. And and then he went to Detroit and has tried to expand his game and it just hasn't worked out for him. So if he if he comes to the Lakers, it would probably be for THT, none. And, you know, say a first rounder and a veteran minimum deal uh, going back to Detroit. And again, just as we're seeing with or just as I talked about with Russell Westbrook, I just don't think the Lakers have enough assets. If literally any other team in the NBA wants to beat that trade offer, I I think some other team is going to be able to. So maybe this one makes a little bit more sense uh, in terms of the pieces that Detroit might be more interested in, and the fact that the trading THT, a 21-year-old kind of combo guard whose timeline doesn't necessarily match the Lakers, and a younger, you know, tr- sending him to a younger organization who maybe buys in on that on that uh, potential, that makes more sense to me just in terms of for all sides than sending Russell Westbrook to Philly and hoping to get Ben Simmons back. So. Uh, I think of the two situations, this is a little bit more likely. Now, the other thing to keep in mind here is that Grant's uh, thumb is going to keep him out for about six weeks or at least six weeks. And now THT can't be traded until January 15th, which is about four weeks from now. So you'd have uh, two weeks uh, after the time where THT can be traded uh, where you're still waiting to see if Grant is going to be healthy. And uh, yeah, I don't know if the Lakers would feel comfortable about uh, about that kind of a situation either. In general, though, I do think it's 
it's more likely that THT gets moved for a wing than it is that he finishes the season with the Lakers. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I think at this stage they have enough guys at his position to, you know, get by and you need players that, you know, built more like Jeremy Grant than you do somebody who is six, four with super long arms defensively. I just don't, I don't see it necessarily working out in their favor. Uh, if you're, if you're hoping that THT develops that way. So I, I do think eventually THT, like his name is going to be in trade rumors, basically, from here on out until that trade deadline actually passes. Uh, and and I would probably wager on him being moved as being more likely than him staying with the Lakers for the rest of the year. In injury news, we actually got some kind of a timetable here for both Trevor Ariza and Kendrick Nunn. So we talked in yesterday's lowdown about how Trevor Ariza might be coming back within a week. That's looking, you know, a week or two, according to Shams Karani, is when the Lakers are hoping to get Ariza back, and then the Lakers are hoping to get Nunn back sometime in January. Now, that could be a, a Zion kind of play on words, as we saw with David Griffin when he said, uh, oh yeah, we anticipate Zion will be back uh, by the regular season, and he meant for the regular season, and then now it might not even be that they get Zion back at all. It could be the Lakers saying, oh, yeah, we're hoping to get Kendrick Nunn back uh, in January. And it could mean like January 31st in, or, or, or something like that. Now, you never know with setbacks and all of that, how that's going to go. But uh, I, I'm just going to choose to remain more optimistic about Trevor Ariza coming back. He's a more, I think, meaningful player anyway than Kendrick Nunn because of the scarcity of players at Ariza's position compared to Kendrick Nunn's. Uh, but... If they can get both of these guys back here in the next few weeks, none specifically, honestly, to to showcase, yeah, this guy can still play basketball. Uh, he's not just salary cap fodder uh, to be able to match salaries for a trade. Uh, so for the Lakers, getting these guys back is going to help both on and off the court uh, in, in terms of their flexibility of improving the roster as well. And and so getting these guys back, just just... Fingers crossed, knock on wood, all that stuff that these guys can get healthy and stay healthy whenever they do come back. Again.